welcome to the God is not an asshole podcast. If you are one of the many people done with religious dogmatism, hang on. You might sense transcendence, but your church or other faith community never seem to get off the ground. You realize that honoring your conscience means more than fitting in and keeping hard to explain rules? Hang on. You could probably think of the goodness in your tradition, and you tried your best to save that baby, but there's so much bathwater. Join your hosts, David Norman Moore Jr. in California and Carrie Connolly in New Jersey, who are collaborating to bring on guests who have found life on the other side of fundamentalism. Guests with stories of how they have liberated themselves from beliefs that divide us from each other. None of our guests' narratives are identical, but we hope you'll find something in common with each of them. We invite you to experience our common bond as we all inspire even more of us to embrace the true self. Hey, everybody. Uh, Carrie and I are here with you for a uh, different kind of episode of God is Not an Asshole, because we're going to talk about this amazing season two. Um, Carrie, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like these treasures keep getting dropped in our lap. Just Indeed. It's pretty, it was some of the, the conversation we just had was pretty amazing. I'm, I, uh, I can't wait to talk to some of these people that we have coming up. So do you want to, do you want to get started and. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, folks, this, we have some people you might recognize and some you've never met. But once you hear from them, you will never forget. How about mm-hmm. that? <laughs> Indeed. That was good. That was smooth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we're going to hear from Mac James, who I knew. I met Mac when he was 10 years old and I was around 30. I was a teacher at a Christian school and he was a student and he has really come along in life. He's doing quite well. Um, but he, he thought much of his life was, uh, was traumatic. And it's so good to see him flourish the way that he is. Uh, he and his family live in New Zealand and have for quite some time. And, uh, particularly the folks who, who know him or knew him, who grew up around him will be so happy to hear, uh, Mac's ongoing story. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Who, who, who are you thinking about, Carrie? Well, I'm thinking about Lisa Alexander, who is a dear friend of mine and a, a colleague and an award-winning documentary filmmaker who is in the process of, of creating a film called My Father the Queen. And it hits all of the identities. All I've heard of the about identities. that. Now that you yes. mentioned it, I've heard... <laughs> Yeah, I think I even isn't it being crowdfunded or something? Yes, it's being crowdfunded, and she's I got was, an amazing. Yes, yes, yes. She's got an amazing cast and crew, and she's just working on getting the funding now. So I think it's um, and it's in a somewhat autobiographical film, and I think it's just going to be an incredible, an incredible project. So I think you're going to love hearing from her. Well, we are also going to be hearing from Mickey Morelli. Who went mm-hmm. to the same school as Mac James? For those who don't recognize Mac James, he he, he went by Gene James when uh, when we knew him. But uh, Mickey Morelli was also a student. She's just a little bit younger uh, than Mac, and I asked her if she'd come on this show a few months ago, and she said yes. It's time for me to tell my mm-hmm. story. So I'm looking forward to that. I just love her so much. 
We've been connected over the years. Yeah. That's great. We also have Elgin Bailey, who is one of the hosts or co-hosts of a podcast called the In the Black Podcast. And he is an activist. Uh, I believe he is in the Philly area, but I could be wrong about that. But he's an activist uh, for fair housing. Um, and uh, he is also deeply involved because of a personal story uh, with police violence. And so mm. he is um, just an incredible, an incredible guy. And uh, I had the pleasure of appearing on the In the Black podcast when my first book came out. And um, so I really think he's going to, I think that's going to be a really great conversation. Really great Yay. conversation. Yeah. Um, and how about this? We're going to have Christina Cleveland. I'm um, excited about that one. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Uh, she wrote God is a Black Woman, and she mm-hmm. um, she used to live here in town. She she lived here when she was working on her PhD at UC Santa Barbara and attended church with us, and we grew together. We have continued to evolve in our inclusivity and, you know, our, our compassion for all people, but all, you know, particularly our resistance to white dominance in the world. You know, we work at it in different ways, but I appreciate the fact that she's going to be joining us. Yes. And I see Doug Patchett on this list again. So I'm happy about that because I, Doug is the reason that you and I know each other and I, he already appeared on this podcast and I could not be there that day. So I would love, and he's also the architect of my master of divinity. So he is part of the reason that I'm I'm here in this in this world of seminary and theology and all of those things. And he's an author, activist. He drives around the country on a bus called Vote Common Good. And he has been arrested more times than anybody I know on the streets <laughs> of the Supreme Court. <laughs> I just love so, Doug. I you know. know um, interestingly, I found out maybe about a month ago from a woman who used to live out here on the West Coast who now lives in North Carolina and continues to be a friend, that her daughter, now she has twin daughters, identical twins, but one of them is a same-sex loving woman in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, her her pastor, the, uh, this woman I'm talking about, the mother, the pastor recently told her that to tell her daughter, daughter that God doesn't like that. And she yes. was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, anyway, the reason that she came to mind is because she is involved in the work that Doug Padgett is doing in Minneapolis. Oh, so, I love it. Yeah, I that's how it. small that world is. That is. Well, I'm also putting another name down here that I haven't put on here because I'm going to officially I think I have a message from her officially scheduling. Her, but um, her name is Heather Lynn. She's a, uh, a musician. She's got the most beautiful voice I've ever met and uh, or I've ever heard rather. And she is um, just a, she comes from the church world. So she has done a lot of deconstruction, has a lot of church trauma that she's been dealing with. And she's also in the process of writing a really interesting piece that I think we will have a great time talking about. Um, she's just come out with, with a new album, which is the primary reason why I have her on. But she's also uh, a white woman who wears her hair in locks and has a really interesting um, story to tell around why that has come to be. And the, and she's very much aware of the controversy around it. And so that might come up in our conversation as well. And I think it will be, I've learned a lot from her 
and um, she does it very thoughtfully. And so that's going to be a really interesting conversation, I think. And you know who else we're going to have? Rob Schenk has agreed to uh, to come on the show. He uh, he appeared uh, before Congress. He testified to Congress to renounce everything that he, mm. all of his, you know, right wing evangelical right work. Uh, you know, he he had uh, you know hundreds of employees uh, doing lobbying in D.C. and there's a movie out that kind of uh, uh, covers his family's story called Armor of Light. But what's in, what's big about this movie, and I think the book is even better, uh, Armor of Light, but what happened was is when he was involved in all of this gun rights, uh, anti-abortion, right-wing stuff, he was approached in all sincerity by Abigail Disney, who wanted to do a, um, a film about him, a documentary. And she wasn't trying to change him. She just wanted to know, you know, what yeah. made him tick. Mm -hmm. And in time, he be it, questions were raised. Mm. And he had a change. His life changed. And there's one scene, I don't think this is in the movie, but it's certainly in the book, because to me, it's the most memorable moment. He had been estranged from his teenage kids. And when the movie came out and they were watching, uh, they were, they were doing a viewing in their home with the family. His 14 year old son walked up behind him and put his hand on his shoulder and they hadn't touched in years. Wow. That's the power of this transformative story. Wow. So, uh, Amazing. yeah. So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. We've also got David Hayward, also known as the Naked Pastor. And I'm really looking forward to that. I've never met him, but I'm Facebook friends with him. So I see all of that, yeah. all of our his his stuff on there. And I'm really excited. He's got some amazing drawings that he does. Um, so I'm excited to to see him talk to him. As you know, but um I, I frequent um the Maritimes, the east coast of Canada. And David lives about an hour away from where I go. So we have met. Bef but before we met, you know, and I, I, I encourage anybody who would to, you know, go online and buy his comic books. Before okay. I met him, I was sitting with my friend, uh, Peter Fitch, who is also going to be a guest um, at the same university, a prof at the same university where I, where I teach. Peter had the comic book, one of the comic books of David Hayward. And we oh, sat awesome. there with our wine and <laughs> left until there were no more tears to cry. <laughs> ah, that's <laughs> great. I love it. Such a spoof of church. Yes. You know, church ridiculousness, church, yes. you know, dogmatism. And so exactly. I highly recommend that. Awesome. And then I see, I, uh, I'm also very excited to see Brian McLaren on here. He is, I've had the pleasure of meeting him quite a few times. I don't think he'll ever remember me, but um, I had the pleasure of meeting him. And he has just one of the kindest, most pastoral men I've ever met. Like true, yes. a true pastor's heart and yes. um, very, very kind, kind man. So I am, and of course, a prolific author and voice of prophecy for the church. And I mean that in a prophet as, as in, he speaks truth to the church, you know. Yeah, Brian's presence in the world is is helpful for so many of us who, mm -hmm. you know, who have uh, decolonized faith. What a gift yes. he is. 
Indeed. Indeed. Did we get everyone? Oh, no, there are more. Uh, how about Barb Parmet? Oh, who, yes. Who is Jewish, and she consi- she calls herself a recovered Zionist. Mm. And that's going to be something. Uh, wow. Yeah. You know, she she overflows with so much compassion for, for peoples mm-hmm. and with so much wisdom. And so I, I, I thank her for her advocacy of Pal- Palestinian peoples because it means yes. more coming from her than perhaps you and myself, Carrie. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Who else did we miss on our list? Well, we have Veronica and Castaneda, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, she's the daughter of Mexican immigrants and uh, grew up in poverty and earned two master's degrees at uh, Fuller Theological Seminary. And she has gone through quite a bit of change as she has analyzed what she's been exposed to from her particular vantage point. And we also are going to have uh, Samuel Kim. Samuel uh, represents the Korean uh, American Christian community in the way, in some of the ways that uh, Veronica does the uh, Mexican immigrant community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have Matt Lowe. Matt uh, is blind and he is a an advocate for for persons with disabilities, a powerful voice for people with disabilities. But get this, he's a white-bodied human, as you would refer to him. But mm-hmm. his thing is reparations for African Americans. He is love it. That, <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> I mean, when he was in university, his undergraduate degree was in Black Studies. I mean, this has been his thing. I mean, love it. But, you know, when you hear that he has spent a lot of time in Oakland, California, it starts to make sense, right? Uh, I mean, (laughs) you know, the ground of uh, Black Panther and and all of that. That's amazing. I love it. Love it. Okay. I think, is that everybody? that's just about everybody. Oh, you know, I need to mention Mitzi Smith. Uh, She's Mm -hmm. been dealing with uh, health challenges she had a series of mini strokes earlier uh, this year but this is how I, I i need to tell you how i met mitzi smith during lockdown you know when all of our meetings were online i don't know how i did this but i ended up signing up for these these <laughs> meetings that were all women all black women <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know how I got in the room. They admitted me into the Zoom. <laughs> I was the only male presence. We're talking like 200, 400 women wow. from around the country who were processing the pandemic, you know, yeah. the racism. And this is where I discovered her because the other women tended to speak to her with a degree of reverence. Mm. Like, ah, oh, Dr. Smith. And, you know, when she spoke, I was just really moved. Every time I, I, I heard her speak, she is the first person to, um, she had, she's a New Testament scholar. Um, she earned her degree from Harvard and, um, she's the first African American woman to have that distinction. Amazing. 
Yeah. And, uh, boy, she, I, I, you know what? I, every time I'm in touch with her, I'm amazed that she even talks to me. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I would just, uh, that's the awe that I have for her. So that's, I can't wait. Well, we've got an amazing lineup for season two and the first episode will be dropping in just a few short weeks. And so that's really exciting. And um, I am looking forward to it. Oh, oh, and Carrie. Yes. You know, speaking of, you know, I missed the, you missed the episode with Doug Padgett. I missed the episode with Zach Hunt. That's right. And I mean, that is, that is so listenable that, I mean, everybody should, should listen to you and Zach Hunt. And I have to say that I think that, the title of that episode is a little tame. Um, <laughs> it's it's God breathed, and it it sounds like it could fit very well in. And maybe this the end is is the aim, but it fits very well in, very well in the in the uh, evangelical mindset, right? Uh-huh. Um, yes. For, for in real. my mind, the title should have been one. Of, you know, one of the many questions you asked him. Uh-huh. Or maybe the billboards that uh... <laughs> the billboards. <laughs> he I took mean... yes. I, I don't want to give away too much from the episode, but the billboards that he took out in the in the heartland of the Bible Belt. I mean, it just was. It was classic. So that's definitely a. I think a listen to it and read his book because. It was great. It was really yeah. Good. The title is not clickbaity enough, so um, okay. Just in I'll my have to opinion. work on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That well, everybody, right. thank you, and yes. Carrie. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today. We are people who have left behind performance-based religion and the shame that comes with it. Maybe you have a personal liberation story to tell and we want to know about it. Please contact us on Twitter at God is not an asshole or text 805-703-8393 because the world needs to know that God is not an asshole.